Hi everybody and welcome to the Junction Church Podcast. We pray that this message inspires and encourages you. If you would like to find out any more information about us, then please visit our website at www.thejunctionchurch.com. Thank you for listening. Do you ever wonder sometimes, how did you get to where you are? And you think, what happened? How did I get there? Or maybe you wonder, how do I get there to where I want to be? You know, I I think of these questions a a lot, you know. Um, And it's it's really part of life and, you know, thinking, what, what does God want me to do? And I've picked the wrong one up here, so just give me one second. <laughs> it changes its order every time. There we go. That's the one. Cool. Right. So, you know, um, those of you that know me you probably know that I'm a bit of a petrol head, okay? And, I mean, my thing is, you know, motorbikes, cars, and that. And I, I grew up in that. And that was, you know, at the age of 12, I was working in a motorbike shop, at, you know, at, at weekends and stuff. And I was actually building motorbikes and stuff because they used to come in from uh, Japan in crates and they were kind of half assembled so at 12 years old I'm putting bikes together and stuff and that was my thing you know I was really into that Um, and when I left school I started an apprenticeship as a motorbike mechanic Um, and that's what I wanted to be I wanted to be a bike mechanic you know that was my 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 whole focus was like bikes and bikes but from that I kind of drifted into the sort of selling side of things and stuff because I discovered I could speak to people, you know. Um, and I had, as I say, the gift of the gab, I guess is what we call it. So I kind of went away from the mechanical side and went into sales. And then that kind of led me into, into from two wheels to four wheels into the car side of things. And I, I worked through that. And I, I got to the point I had my, my own business, my own uh, car dealership and motorbike uh, business. But, you know, that's all fine, working with, with cars and bikes. It's fine. But it's really about driving them and about riding them. That's, that's what it's really about, you know. And, and one of the important things about whether it's a car or a bike or whatever it is, you need to know what gear you're in. And you need to know when you should change gear and why you should change gear. And that's really essential. I mean, like, nowadays, I drive an automatic car, and I pretty much have done for the last 10 years. And I'm sure those of you that have stepped up the automatic... <laughs> Well, agree with me, you probably want a manual car again, right? And that is, it's great. You just select D, and away you go. And it's like, brilliant. <laughs> motorbikes, however, are a different story, right? You wouldn't want an automatic motorbike, okay? You really don't want, want that. I mean, motorbikes are much more involved. You get into the character of the bike, and you go through the gears. And, I mean, one of the things with bikes, for example, you can't jump from third gear to fifth gear because the gears go from the one down and five up, so that you have to go through each gear. It, so you can't jump gears like you can with a car, and that. And if you get in the wrong gear at the wrong time on a bike, it can be nasty, actually. <laughs> the consequences. But how do you know when to change gear? Because w- when you start driving for the very first time, and somebody you get behind the wheel of a car, how do you know when to change gear? So, you, but so the driving instructor teaches you to listen to the engine, doesn't he? And look at the rev counter. So it's the tone and the sound that you listen to. So if the engine's labouring, you change down. If it's on song and you're maybe approaching higher up the rev limit, you change up. So 
that's really my introduction for tonight. You know, we're doing more in this series. And what I want to look at tonight is, and my message is entitled, Shifting Up a Gear. Okay? And what I want to look at is how we move up a gear in our walk with God. How do we shift up a gear in our walk, in our journey with God? Yeah? And it's a really important thing because it's all about progression. It's about moving forward. It's about saying, not me staying here, but I'm moving on in God. And I need to shift up a gear to get to where I need to be. Let's look at Philippians 3, and just a couple of verses there, verses 12 to 14. This is, I mean, pretty much my all-time um, favourite passage of scripture, to be honest, but, um, and I, I just always come back to it in life, because it just really speaks to me. But it says this, Not that I have already attained, or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid for me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. See, I, I, I just find that passage really encouraging. Um, it really speaks to me about a couple of different things. I just want to go through a couple of them uh, first of all. And, you know, the very first thing it says to me is, in verse 12, we're not there yet. You know, it's not a case of I've arrived. No, haven't attained it. I'm not perfected. I'm not there yet. So that says to me, there's a reason to move on. There's a reason to go forward because I'm not there yet. I have to to move forward. We're, we're not complete. The work is not finished. It's only just begun. Yeah. And whatever you want to look at, that, I feel Paul's highlighting that fact. It, your whole Christian life, I think, like you know, a couple of guys already have said tonight how did you end up here it's part of a journey we're all on this journey and it's a progression that's part of what makes it exciting but with God there's always another gear there's always another step there's always that bit more so where you are now is not where you're going to be in six months or a year it's about stepping up a gear and that's what I really want to look at and one of the things he also says you know is he doesn't look behind. You know, you're driving a car, the only time you look back is to reverse and to park your car. That's pretty much all. Yeah. And what we're saying here is this is not about par- parking up. This is about going somewhere. Yeah. It's like, actually, don't park up and sit and say, that's me, I'm parked, I'm fine now, I've got a parking space. You know, No, this is about moving forward. Um, there's a man that I see quite a lot, um, Karen and I see him actually, and he uh, and we go, there he is again. And this guy, he's about 82, wears a red jacket, black cap, and he carries a walking stick. And he walks. And when I say he walks, he walks all over Aberdeen, all the time, every day. And like, I walk our dog up the D-side railway line and stuff and see him on a Saturday and he's striding away up the railway line with a stick in his hand. He never uses a stick, he just carries a stick. You know? <laughs> I don't know if he wants to beat somebody with all he wants to do, but he's got a stick and when he walks away and when he stops and speaks to people and then you know, I'll be driving up Springfield Road and well, there he is there. You know? And then at night he'll be going down Queen's Road he's there. It's like, this guy's out everywhere. But I've spoke to him and I've said, why do you walk? Why, do you, why are you always out walking? And he lives alone and he goes, well, why would I sit in the house all day? 
and look at four walls. I come out here, I'm speaking to you now, I speak to people, I meet people, I see things. I'm out. You know, a guy gets out and goes. And fair play to him, you know. I mean, and that's, for me, you know, part of what it's about. I mean, it's about getting somewhere. Uh, so, looking back to the passage here, you know, Paul starts to explain how we move forward. And the thing is, you know, you can cruise along in the same comfortable gear, right? And just cruise along fine. And you'll be on a journey. You'll go somewhere. But Paul speaks about pressing on. And to me, in my petrol head nature, that's about acceleration. Okay? If I'm pressing on, um, not as I drive fast, I have to clarify that. Ever, you know, <laughs> and that um, but, especially on the bike. <laughs> but it's acceleration. And to do that, you have to go up the gears. And that. You have to. And, I mean, I'll explain how it works. I mean, first gear, you know, you, you get in first gear and you, you're moving, you know, and it's. But all you're doing is, you know, it's just, you're, you're moving. You're not going very quick, but you, we are moving, to be fair. You know? Second gear, you're maybe stepping up a bit, and you think, yeah, okay, can I get in somewhere? You know, that, that's a bit better. It's, you know, it's a, it's a bit more like it. But, you know, if you shift up a gear, and you go into third gear, and you, your pace picks up, doesn't it? You know? And you think, okay, I, I'm actually going somewhere now, and my pace is actually picking up. So the reality is, I'm, I'm going further. Now you know, but if I actually go, all right, I'm, I'm stepping up in the fourth gear now. I can go further, you know. I mean, I'm over here now, you know. I mean, look, you know, I can go over here. I mean, you know, as I pick up, if I went up in the fifth, I, tell you, if, I could go in the fifth gear, but I need to go out to Union Street. Right? Yeah. But, 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 but the point is this, right? You shift up a gear, you go further, faster. Yeah. And if you want to go further, faster, you need to shift up a gear. See, you might get to where you want to be in a low gear, but by changing up, you change the power delivery, the way it comes in. You know, like in first and second gear, I was really restricted to this little area here. As soon as I went up in third gear, I needed more space. And then, you know, fourth gear, more space again, more space again. And, and that's the thing. You see, the reality is, in the car, you can't get into top gear in Union Street. Yeah. You have to go out yeah. and get out in, in the open roads. And <coughs> but, now, you might be saying, well, how, 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 how do I do that? And the reality is, we're all different. You know, like, you know we're not all BMWs. You know? <laughs> Some of us are Ford Fiestas. <laughs> and that's okay, right? That's a, <laughs> There's a place in the, in the market, right, for these things. I don't know where, but, it, but there is, you know. But, but the thing is, you still go on the journey. No, no matter what you are, where you are, you still go on the journey. Yeah? That's the important thing. Um, I mean, because the reason that you have a car is to go somewhere, isn't it? And, I mean, I've told this story before, so apologies to those that... Um, but I've heard it before, but about 20 years ago when I was working as a car salesman, um, this couple came into the showroom, an older couple, and they had a look around and they picked out a car at the back of the showroom, which is typical, and went, oh, I really like that uh, Ford Granada up there. 
Oh, this shows how long ago it was. This is for Granada. You're halfway going, what? <laughs> What's that? But it was, you know, say, 20 odd years ago. So anyway, I said, yes, I'll get a car out for you. So what? We get the car. So, of course, the battery was flat. So, brilliant. Okay, jump these. Got the car out. Got a couple out. So, come on, well, let's go for a drive. Okay? Because that was my job, was to sell cars. So, let's come on, let's go for a drive. Get in the car, and we're driving out, and we'll go down the St. Haven Road. Okay? I pulled into the lay-by. Stopped. Turned to the gentleman. Said, right, do I take the car? Do a couple of miles? And he went, no, no, son. Um, quite young then. I think you call me son. But... Uh, <laughs> I don't drive. Oh, okay. Um, so I turned to the lady in the back. I said, "You want to drive a car?" She said, no, no, I don't drive either. I said, what? I've just taken. The, I've spent half an hour digging the car out of the showroom, jump starting it, taking you down here. I'm like, anyway, I drive back to showroom. I was, you know, what a waste of time, you know. I get paid by commission here, you know. So, you know, so I, but I get back and. Shut the car door, and I was okay. Thanks, folks. Thanks very much. Um, and he went, no, no, no. We'll take the car. We'll take it. I went, what? You don't drive. No, no, no. We want one. We want a car. We want a car to put in our driveway because the neighbours all got cars, <laughs> and I want a car too. So, but, so they bought this car and <laughs> parked it in our driveway. Uh, and uh, you know, the thing is, so I say. This is about action and about going somewhere. Yeah. You know, we don't park ourselves in our driveway and polish our paintwork yeah. and just shine ourselves up and go, hey, look at me. Hey. You know, we, go, we, we have to go somewhere. Yeah. We have to get out on the road and, and drive. And no matter, as I say, what age you are, what race you are, there's a journey to do. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter, as I say, if you're a BMW or a Ford. You've got a journey to do. Yeah. And I want to encourage you to do that journey and shift it up a gear. So that's the why. So what about the how? Because so, it's all very well for me to say, you need to do this. You need to shift up a gear. And you're thinking, yeah, that sounds great. But how? How, how do I do that? How do I actually shift up a gear? Well, earlier on I spoke about changing gear and knowing by the sound of the engine and the, the tone of the engine. In our journey, we go, as Christians, we listen to God. We listen to him. Let's look at Deuteronomy 28 and verses 1 to 3. This is just a short bit blessings on the obedience. Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commands which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country see listening to the voice of God is key here we need to hear God's voice so that we can obey him so that when time comes to shift up a gear we know that it's him it's his voice that's telling us to do that yeah God wants us to progress. It says it here. He wants us in the city and in the country. He wants us to move on. He doesn't want us just to stay at the same spiritual place, parked in a driveway, saying, I'm a Christian, I'm good, I'm fine. Because the opportunities in God are, are vast. There's a lot out there. The other thing as well, you know, this is about alignment as well. Because you know like on a bicycle, 
you change gears on a bike, the chain moves from one cog to the next. So we're hearing the voice of God. This is about aligning yourself with God so that you, you're in line with the power and it can be delivered cleanly and efficiently. And that. See, what I want to do is just in the second part is really just share what I think is maybe a couple of practical steps in the process of shifting up a gear. Okay. Um, so the first of that would be look at where you are now and what areas you're serving in and ask God where he'd like you to go where he'd like to take you on your journey so God, what do you want me to do where do you want me how do you want me to serve in the church and uh, if you sit if you set a car in a driveway for too long and don't use it you know what happens the battery goes flat and when you go to use it, it doesn't start. You know, if you don't plug into God and his power and allow him to use you, you go flat. You know, I can testify to that. Yeah, yeah, been there. You know, and by, by stopping and parking up, that actually doesn't do you any good at all because you're made for more than this. Yeah? You're made to progress in the journey. God wants you to move forward. So, it, ask yourself... What steps do I need to take to get there? What's the route? If, if I'm going somewhere, one of the first things I do is I, I pull up a map, or I, I Google it and look at it and see where, where it is. I want to know where it is I'm going. And because one of the things that does is it actually helps me see myself there. And if you can, say, see yourself in a, in a place or in a role, it makes a huge, huge difference. So, um, it just helps you. It, it, it helps you go, yeah, I'm here now. I may be observing in the crash. Okay, I want to be upstairs on the stage. You've got to take it in steps. Because I said earlier, you have to go through each gear, you don't just jump from one to six. You have to go through each step. Ask yourself, is the timing right? See, in other words, am I ready to do this now or is it something for the future? It's a, it's a legitimate question because you, you can't just suddenly become this great you know, preacher overnight or this healing ministry or whatever. You have to allow God to take you through the process. And it's only by you saying, I'm available, and I'll shift up a gear, that you, you can actually do that. Does my lifestyle need to change? Now, that's a question. Are there old habits that I need to give up? Or are there new habits I need to take up? Do I need to spend more time in the world? Do I need to get myself alongside somebody and learn from them? Do I need to come to worship practice? What are the habits I, ne I need to do to shift up a gear? These are just prat you know, practical steps. Are there things that you need to learn? You know, do, do I need trained in some way? Do, is there some training I need to acquire new skills? And that? 
I don't know, you know, you, maybe you go Route 66. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's, it's a training ground, and you learn things there, and it, it takes you to the next, the next level. The other thing I'd ask is, who are you going there with? Is this your journey, or are you part of the, the journey of the body? Is, are you joining in that journey and travelling with the whole church? Or is it, is it a, a journey for you individually? And the final thing is keep going. Keep at it. Remain faithful to the call that God has put in your life. It's really important that, you know, because difficult things come along and they can knock you down and you think, wow, you know, that was hard. Temptation would be to give up. I mean, riding a motorbike as a fair possibility at some point you're going to come off. Yeah? I, I have. You know, I, was in, um, I was in Italy once, um, riding bikes, and I just opened a bike shop at the time, and the, the, one of the makes was a, an Italian bike called Laverdas, and they said, come across to the factory and ride the bikes and uh, see what you think of them. I said, oh, brilliant, yeah, sounds cool to me. So, so, nice way of working. So went across there, and we went out on these bikes, and I'd ridden one bike up the mountain and you know these roads you see in films that go like this right up the mountain there was a road like this and it was great fun you know up the mountain great at the top we swapped bikes I got on this other bike and for some reason I'll be I got on this bike and I just wasn't comfy on it and it was kind of full on sports bike and I just I was just nah it just doesn't but anyway I got on it and I'm going down the mountain this twisty road back down the way and as I came into like a hair, sharp hairpin bend I leant over and the front wheel just went out for me. It was diesel on the road. I didn't see it. And the bike slid right out, hit a barrier, a crash barrier, and my leg went underneath and twisted. That broke my leg in Italy. I remember phoning Carrie and I'm going, hey, yeah, I've broke my leg, by the way. She's like, oh, right, yeah. yeah. I says, no, I've broke my leg. <laughs> and, that. and I ended up having a plaster on from top to bottom on the leg and having to hop home because... They wouldn't give me a walking stick because I was from the UK. They wouldn't give me crutches. So I literally had to hop on the plane and off the plane. And actually, the thing was, I was supposed to do a sightseeing tour the next day of Venice. You try jumping on and off these boats, I tell you. Oh, and it's, not, it's not easy. But the point was, you know, yes, you're going to come off. But I had to get back on the bike. And one of the things, at that very point when I came off the bike, I was halfway up a mountain. So a couple of the guys stopped and went, oh, are you okay? Is said, I look okay? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, very okay. But I got up and we bump started the bike because the gear lever had broken and I got back on the bike and rode it down the mountain with a broken leg, right? Now, I just, it, when I got off the bike, I fell over. <laughs> but, but, but the point is I got back on and you have to yeah. get back on no matter yeah. what comes at you. Yeah. The key is, get back on you know kids you know, when they learn to go a bike you know, as a parent when they fall off you put them back on the bike don't you you know and wait with your tears get back on that bike you know, on you go and ride that bike it, it is it is part of it it's part of a journey you know what's the saying the harder you run the harder you fall but there's also greater risk yields greater rewards yeah so I mean and just to be clear I'm not saying take stupid risks right 
that. So don't say Neil said it was okay to do this. So I'm not, it needs to be weighed and calculated. No, God puts wisdom in us, and He also puts us around wise people. So you know you can you can go and you can seek advice and get support. So you don't have to be plain stupid, but there is risk involved. So in closing, I ought to say this: tune your ear to His voice. So you can clearly hear him. Allow God to guide you and show you exactly when it's the right time to shift up a gear. See, you want God to be the one in the driving seat. So get yourself ready for an adventure and allow yourself to get excited. Because you'll be amazed actually where it might take you. I mean, it took some people to Aberdeen. I mean, yeah. So, you know what else? It feels good. It actually feels good when you step up a gear. You, you get that sense of, I've done it. I took that step. I crossed that line. I went that little bit further for God. You know, it really does feel good. In that. So, my question to you is, are you ready to shift up a gear? Because you are made for more than this. Let's uh, just stand. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or you'd like to find out contact information or service times, then don't forget to visit our website, www.junctionchurch.com. God bless.